Falcons. Uh, Happy New Year. Welcome back to What's Brewing. Follow us on Instagram at, and Twitter at What's Brewing Bruh. E- email us, DM us, um, do all that stuff you can, and hit us up. I know y'all heard it from us from a while, and um, a couple things happened. We'll, we might talk about it at some point, but for now, I will introduce you guys to Jesse. Jesse, say what's up. What's up? Uh, this is Jesse. Um, just a white boy, you know? <laughs> <laughs> just a white boy. That's it. Just a white boy. Just a white boy. <laughs> um, do you have anything to plug? I know you have your um, your writing service, and, and I'm honestly interested into uh, exactly what that is. Because I've seen it yes. in everything. Yeah, so you can you can follow me on Instagram at JEPS Writing Services. Um, pretty much just the editing service. And by editing, I mean just not not visual editing, but written word. So like if you have a paper or you're a journalist and you need stuff edited or you have a book and you need edited, please, if you have a book, please come my way. Cause I've been oh, wanting, shit. Hell yeah, I've been wanting to get a book under my hand for the longest. Um, I've been reading. I mean, I've been writing and editing since I was 15, and I'm 28 now, so I have plenty of experience. Um, I'm affordable, and I'm good. Well, yeah, you're good. So you said like papers, like college papers, so people could like hit you up for like a college paper, like a hey, oh, edit oh this? yeah, yep, and I do ghostwriting. Oh shit! Damn. So let me ask you this: Did you did you do any local local work for uh, papers? Like, because I know when I did sports writing, I did I did like a local paper. I would go to a couple games, you know, tell a story and stuff like that, and uh, just put it in the paper. Did you do that? I don't know. I've never done that. I was on my journalism staff in high school for three years, and I was the editor of two sections, uh, sports and I want to say entertainment at the same time. Well, shit. So why'd you never? And, why'd you? Oh, go ahead. Keep going. My bad. And I mean, I I could have did it my senior year as well. Like I was, I was one of only three people who had ever been admitted to the paper in their freshman yeah. year of high school. And I could have did it my senior year. I I I was going to be given the editor in chief position. Like it was mine for the take, and I turned right. it down because I lost the passion for it. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that. So was it was it paid? I'm sure it wasn't paid. It was high school. No, it wasn't paid. <laughs> okay, touche. My bad. <laughs> well, so, because I remember when I was doing the paper, and I, I kind of lost the passion, too, and it wasn't that I didn't like it. It was just you didn't really have a lot of opinion going in it. It was just pretty much tell your motherfucking – tell <laughs> the story of the game and then just shut up. I'm yeah. going to give you 700 words. Type what you gotta say is seven hundred words and leave it at that. And I remember my editor, I <laughs> I got super creative in one basketball game. I can't even remember what I said. I said something like, you know, the girl made an awesome dime behind a back pass to the center and Yeah. Some just some just I, I water sprinkled through that damn article and the dude was yeah. just like he was just like, Man, look. You gotta take all that out. Right. He was like, Look, man. Ain't don't nobody care about what you're writing. All they care is, about is the first paragraph and whether their name is in it or not. 
They don't Dude, they literally let me don't care about the rest of that. Let me tell you my journalism horror story. So I mean my, my, my junior year when I was over those two sections and everything, I got a little cocky. I was I was a cocky little asshole. And I started it started to reflect in my work. I mean I ended up getting suspended and shit. That was my oh, fault. Hell yeah. My journalism horror this story. Is great. Yeah, I used to love to write for the entertainment section because I could write reviews and stuff. I reviewed a Stephen King book under the dome, which was 1,100 pages. And I had a word count. I had to meet, a, it had to be like 750 words. There's no and, way you could, there's no way no, you could put no, no, that no, to no. 750 I had words. A problem of, I used to write too much. Right, that's what I'm saying. And 750 words is not a lot. People, they had a problem of not being able to meet the word count. I wrote too much. I wrote over 2,000 words for this. <laughs> I had cut half of it. And I was, it's like I was murdering my child, man. It was terrible. <laughs> what? <laughs> so I wanted to cry so bad. So they suspended, they suspended you for exceeding expectations? No, that, that wasn't why I got suspended. I got suspended because I just had a cocky attitude, acted like an asshole to everybody. And uh, I was I didn't meet a deadline or something. And I felt like I was indispensable and I, I kind of showed. And oh so he God. suspended me and I had to finish. I would have been suspended for t- like a week or two if I would have just done the work he told me to do. But I took my time doing it. And I was back a month later. Because you were a cocky motherfucking asshole. That's I why. Didn't without me. And they did survive without me. They did fine without me. So, I mean... <laughs> Well, that's how media is, man. Like everyone thinks that they're irreplaceable, but like you, you get in it, and then they'll just find someone else to plug in. Like they, they, they don't give a fuck. They don't give a damn at all. They don't. <laughs> all right, so uh, you and I, I we've known each other for a few years or so. You yeah. told me the other day about a story of the first night we met, and I did not know this story. Well, so let, let me. Let- let me just go back before that even. So we met, you and I met through Sean. You met him at West Georgia, but I grew up with Sean. Right. Um, and, you know, I just want to say to Sean, you know, we're sorry for the loss of your father. We hope you get through this. And we, we know you'll get through this. Yeah, for sure. time, But you'll get through this. But so we met through Sean. And I think we got to know each other on Twitter. Yeah. I used to love to like hate tweet about my ex who is now my wife. Oh and shit! Used to love- That's the same person. Yeah, the same person. <laughs> <laughs> and you would, I would be crying and depressed, and you would just love to make fun of me. Oh, man. oh god! <laughs> the first night I actually met you in person, Sean and me and another friend. I think, well, actually, it might have been me and Sean. Went to this girl whose house you were dating for a party all the way in Douglasville. We came from Covington, long ass drive. And me and Sean left for some reason. I think we went to get beer. And we came back. Sean, and you all, if it was Sean, he probably wanted to go get food. You know what? It might have been Taco Bell. <laughs> um, so, but we came back and you were already fucked up. And you said, you came to us and you said, dude. I just got head in the laundry room, and I and we just looked at you. And you were really fucked up. 
<laughs> but needless to say, you're not with that girl anymore. No, 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 no. no. And, well, so you know what's funny. All right. So I did not remember this until you told me this, but like I have a I have a story on top of that. Okay. Oh, excuse me. So I remember being there because like she was newly single. She had just divorced her husband. Right. And she was like, I'm gonna throw a party. Or you a rebound. Oh, oh yeah, of course, man. Being a rebound is awesome. I don't know why people don't like it. Being a rebound is so awesome. <laughs> so, man, it's just trickle down. Shut up, Trey. It's trickle down. Trickle down okay. is always cool. Anyways, so I am walking around. I'm kind of just going through the place and everything, and I can't find her. So I uh I just opened a door and her and her best friend are in this laundry room like making out. And I'm Is like it who I think you're talking about? Yes. Dark skin? Yes. Oh my god. Right. Are you so, kidding me? No, I would love to see that. I love <laughs> to see that. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know, she she's very good proportioned. I uh I thoroughly enjoyed to see that. So I um I like open the door and then it just kind of stopped. And then the best friend looks at me and she just kind of like <clears throat> she she like kind of walks out and she closes the door behind me. And she just kind of goes on about her night. And <clears throat> so the girl <laughs> just pulls my pants down and just gets to town, man. And which girl? Not the best friend. Okay, I was I was about to say. Didn't the best friend date your best friend? Yes. One, yeah, okay. Yeah, right. So um yeah, that's what happened. It it was it was a weird experience. But you you know what's funny is because that whole year I was I was I know I was making fun of you about being brokenhearted about a girl, but I also was. I just wasn't like super public about it. That whole year, I was broken hearted about a girl. We've all been broken hearted about a girl, man. Uh, you, man. And it's usually our fault. No, it, it wasn't my motherfucker. <laughs> no, hell no. It was my, my fault. I, Shit. I, I'll admit that. <laughs> but <laughs> so I remember waking up the next morning and the first text I get, because it was my birthday. Not It was my freaking birthday. First text I get was happy birthday from the ex-girlfriend I spent the whole year being broken hearted um, from. Mm-hmm. And Didn't you, you know, get back with her? Say what? Didn't you end up getting back with her? The girl Hell that, no. Because I remember the girl who, you know, you were who gave you the head, right? She was all broken hearted by you because you, didn't you do her dirty or something? That was another girl. I didn't really do her dirty. Oh, um, okay. I didn't really do her dirty. I mean, it might be a he said, she said type deal. Mm-hmm. But um, so on the way home, you you know when like just you never notice shit on your way home until something weird the night before happens. So you're on your way home and you see like, oh damn, there's an ice cream stand here. Never knew that. <laughs> oh shit, what a that's a cute little barbecue gar- barbecue shack. I might check that place out. You see like a cross on the side of the road and you're like, damn, rest in peace. 
shit like that. Yeah. That's all the stuff that I was noticing on the way home, and I never noticed anything. I would do that drive all the time. But that's I, I, <laughs> when you told me the story of like me telling you that, I, that junk immediately clicked in my head. Like I walked into a room of two girls making out. And I will never forget that now because now it's in my head and I'll never forget. <laughs> and I will never forget. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, what you drinking on today? I'm drinking Estrella Jalisco. And my Spanish is terrible, so I'm sure I'm saying that wrong. But, dude, just as long as you don't like try to pretend that you have like a Hispanic voice, have you ever noticed people doing that? That's weird. They're like, Estrella Jalisco. No, yeah, but- man, it's like, bro, just just say it. Just, sound, just sound like sound like the gringo that you are, and yeah, even I'm man. not saying gringo correctly, but it's right. it's gringo. Yeah, man, I ain't got I ain't got the rolls, man. I got the, the rolls rolling those. <laughs> I can't arms, roll my arms, man. I can't do it. <laughs> so we um right now we are in the middle of a really really um pivotal holiday season where everyone's off of work, and you got sales. And all this stuff going on, and you know your girlfriends or your wife and everything you want to go shopping, but football is also on because we're all off. And um, how's that go down in your in your household when it's like a Saturday or a Friday or something where you where all these sales are going on? They want to go out and they want to go shop and catch these sales, and you're like, man, I just want to watch football. I really, really, really want to know how that goes with you. Um, I I try to tell her like the day of the day before if there's a game on that I want to watch because I know she's queen of oh wow how smart tagging, <laughs> tagging me along to um shop with her because she don't like to drive she made me do all the driving of course um but I've I've definitely missed games this holiday season um, have you oh my god yeah that's cool I've missed games. Oh shit! So are you? So are you the guy that like because you're missing these games? Do you stay on ESPN or like on your phone, like walking through yeah. the mall? Just okay. Yeah. I was about to say like because <laughs> that's me. Well, that used to be me. But yeah, because you 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 go you get to the mall and you see these dudes and you only see them in December or January. You don't see them in any of these other months. <laughs> because they're at home watching these sports. And I just, I, I've always been interested in that conversation. Like, how does that go down? And how do the guys treat it? Because you got to be really, really, if you're the guy, you got to be really, really careful about mm-hmm. how you go about this. So, yeah, if you don't go, they're going to be mad. And you know, right. they're, they're going to find like the craziest story ever that would make you feel bad for not going. Right, or you could have a situation where, like, on Christmas Day, I did not watch the Vikings play the Saints. I missed Alvin Kamara score six touchdowns. I missed that too, and I don't even remember what. No, I was drinking with my mom. My mom drank me under the table that day. We were doing karaoke. Say what? We were doing karaoke. Oh well, if, well, you had to do karaoke. What was your song? Uh, me and my wife we sang "Contagious" by Ronald Isley. Damn. Okay. Oh, right. and I think I sang "Little Red Corvette." Uh, well, you have to sing some Prince, man. We always got to. Hey, that's always time for Prince. But I remember, so I stopped doing the whole shopping with my girlfriend thing because the last relationship I was in, 
I remember it was like a little bit before Christmas and she comes into the room she's like hey can you come to the store with me because I want to get a Christmas tree and I'm like okay cool but I'm gonna let you know now football's on and we gotta be back and she's like so how much time do we have and I knew to not tell her exactly how much time do we have I was just like, we got to leave now. So she was like, okay, cool. That's fine. And she immediately, she goes back. I don't know what she's doing. She's like doing something for 15 minutes or something like that. Knowing that I just said, hey, we got to leave now. So she comes back in the room and she like sits down and she's like going through Pinterest like, hey, I should do this. What about this? What about this? And I'm like, in my head, like, I know I just told your motherfucking ass that we, that we have to leave now. That was 15 minutes ago. So, but I kept my cool and everything. So she finally figures out what she wanted to do on Pinterest. I don't know what she did. So then she starts getting ready and then she goes to the restroom and she's like putting on headbands and shit. And she's like, I can't figure out which one I want to wear. I look, I look, I don't, I don't know if this looks right and everything. And I'm like, bro, we going to fucking Walmart. <laughs> We're going to Walmart. Like, what? Like, why do you need to do all this? And I also told you that we ain't got this, we ain't got that much time. So she finally figures out what she's gonna what headband she put on. It was the first motherfucking headband that she put on after trying like four on. It's the first fucking one. So <laughs> we're driving, we get to Walmart, and she's like, Yeah, I don't really want anything big. I just want, you know, something, something cool, something cheap, you know, because I'm in the Christmas spirit. And I'm like, whatever. Everyone knows me. I'm a Grinch. I ain't got time for no fucking Christmas. I think it's stupid. So we walk in, and the first tree I see is like three feet tall, and I'm like, okay, cool. There's a tree right there. That looks awesome. And she's like, uh, what? I'm not getting that shit. And I'm like, you just said you wanted something simple, something easy, and this is simple and easy. It's just right here. It's right here in our face. She's like, man, fuck out of here with that. <laughs> so, we go to the tree aisle and she goes back here and she sees a tree she likes and it's like $49. And I'm like, whatever, man. I think it was like $59. I'm like, whatever, man. You like the tree? Go ahead and get it. And then she looks over like a half a half a cap or something like that and sees a tree for like $79. And she's like, wait, you know what? I think I like this one. And I'm like, bruh, sweetheart, these trees look exactly the fucking same. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, these trees look exactly the same. What on earth do you see? And she's like, well, you know, I just think it's worth the extra, the extra few dollars what was it, $30, $40 to get this tree? And I'm like, uh, no, it's not because they look exactly the freaking same. No, it's not. And she's like, well, I'm going to get this tree. I'm like, you know what? 
I ain't got time. Let's just get up out the store, get up out of here fast. So then she's like, before I'm before I get the tree, I'm gonna go get some decorations. And I'm like, now I know white people keep decorations for years. <laughs> Cause she was white. I know white people buy decorations after Christmas so they can use them for next year. So I know your ass got decorations. What are we doing on this decoration aisle? And you know, you got babies crying and everything. And I I have like a five excuse me limit at a store. I'm only going to say excuse me five times. And you got I'm walking past people. I do my excuse me. I'm pouting. I'm pissed off. You got babies crying and I'm sitting here like, man, Give that baby whatever the hell it wants because I'm done with it crying. She fi- so she pulls up a couple decorations and she's like, which one do you want? I mean, which one do you like? So I just pick one random one. And she's like, you didn't even look. And I'm like, I did look. No, you didn't even look. And I'm like, I don't have time for all this. Just pick something. Damn it. I don't care. I don't care. She finally picked something. And then we go to grab the tree. The tree isn't there. The tree isn't freaking there. And now she's mad. She's sad. Oh my God. I don't have the tree. Cause like you know they have these boxes, the tree, the boxes that are in the trees. I mean the trees are in the boxes and shit like that. So we are walking past, you know, these workers who are like unloading trees off their pallets and stuff. And she's like, I'm gonna ask them for help. And I'm like, these people ain't here for that. I promise mistake you. Mistake number one. Mistake. Oh shit. They ain't here for that. They here to get this shit off these pallets. <laughs> and put it on the shelf. That's their job. And honestly, because I used to do that for Target, like that that one specific job, I used, to do that, I used to do that job. You are on a time limit. So if, some, if someone walks up to you and asks you for help, you're automatically pissed off. So she's like, hey, um, do you have this tree? Blah, blah, blah. And then the lady's like, man, I don't even know. So she's like looking through the pallet and she finds the tree, but it's in the middle of the damn pallet, which means you have to take all these boxes off the fucking pallet to get the tree she wants. And now I'm like, golly, this lady's going to be rude and I'm going to say something to this lady and everything. All all was clear. We get the tree off, and then I'm like, okay, cool. It's time to go. We're walking, and I'm sure your wife has done this. They walk past, We walk past the shampoo aisle, and she immediately bends the corner and is like, I'm going this way. Oh, my God. Is that not the worst? Because it's like, I know your ass got shampoo at home. My wife, her thing is she likes to buy decorations. So we're always at least twice a week in Michael's. Oh no. Buying arts and crafts shit. Oh no. Like we have containers and containers and containers in my house full of decorations. Yeah. For spring, summer, winter, fall, Thanksgiving, Christmas, uh, Halloween. 
Like, we don't need no more decoration. You don't. No, you don't. And it's like, you're going to use that junk one time, but you could use that junk like 30 times if you actually want to. You can, yeah. You can keep on using that junk. And I, I don't understand why. So, what she did was um, she goes and she starts like smelling shampoos and I am looking at her like now I know about an hour ago I told your ass we don't have time for all this and she doesn't even buy she doesn't even buy the shampoo we just go we get the tree and we roll out (laughs) and you know what we ended up making it in time for the game, but that was the last time I was like, you know what? I am not doing this dumb shit anymore. I'm not rolling to the I'm not rolling to the store with you anymore on game day. I'm sorry, you just gonna have to be mad at me for a few hours. <laughs> yeah, my wife always tells me to record the game, but I'm like, what's the point? I'm not gonna watch the no, recording of the game. I'm not watching the recorder of the game. That don't make no sense. Stats like yeah, I have an ESPN app. Like I can see, I can see the score. Like I'm not recording these 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 games. That's stupid. No, right. But their their whole thing is like, you've been watching football for 13 weeks. What's one week? To miss? every game is different. And every and they don't get that. Every game is freaking nobody, different. Nobody complains when you cry over every episode of Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> hey, you petty. <laughs> you just hate Grey's Anatomy. That's just what it's. <laughs> I don't probably. I've never seen a single episode. No, that show sucks. I'm sorry. Oh, wow, don't say that too loud, man. Too. I'm gonna say it, man. That show sucks. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> All right, but anyways, man, we 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 digress for a little while. I I, I do want to talk to all of our uh, people who are listening in the state of Georgia because we got these runoffs and everything going on. Yes. I wish I could vote. Unfortunately, I don't live in Georgia anymore. I wish you could vote, man. Get the hell out and vote for John Ossoff and Raphael Warnock. Yo. So we dead fish looking Mitch McConnell's bitch ass out of uh, out of power in the Senate because I'm tired of him. Like He's like a fucking evil villain. If Trump is... If Trump is bad, Mitch McConnell is worse. Yeah, I mean, it's just it it you get to the point where they these people are so intricate. They have too much power. I was just about to say they're so intricate into I, our I don't lives. One man has so much power so that he can prevent poor people from getting a two thousand dollar check. Well, I mean, you know, because of them, if you're poor, it's your fault. And to them, if you're poor, it's your fault. Yeah, and they don't, Cause they don't understand that thirty million dollars he he's worth is, has nothing to do with it. Well, so <laughs> their thing is, is just like if you're not successful, it's there's something you didn't do, and it's like, man, a lot of y'all got up here like via nepotism. So like, out my face with this work hard shit, man. Work hard my ass. What did you do other than? be born into a white privileged rich family like I'm sure you worked hard but like you also had you know doors opened and shit for you so don't exactly don't be out here man doing that shit but I, I, I never thought I would say these words 
Trump got a point. <laughs> I never thought I'd hear myself say that. What's it, what, what do you mean? When he was like, oh, $600 ain't enough. Dude, we need more money. Hey, yeah. I never thought I'd hear hey, man. myself say Trump got a point. I ain't, I ain't trying to hear that shit from him. Like you, because you know what he's I've I've been fortunate. I've been fortunate to keep my job during this pandemic. I've been working from home the whole time, but money doesn't last like it used to. Everything costs more now. Like groceries are fucking expensive, man. Like yeah. I'll be spending a quarter of my check just on groceries. It seems like dude, I just spent fifty dollars at Kroger for a meal that I'm gonna. That that I'm gonna eat today, and yeah, I went over the I went overboard on it, but like I mean, I'm I'm gonna eat it for a few days, but like I spent fifty dollars on one thing. It's crazy how they price gouging us, <laughs> taking our money. Because right. I know Kroger ain't hurting no money. They made like two billion dollars in the first month of the pandemic, so I they ain't hurting for no fucking money. No, they ain't hurting for no motherfucking money. But so we got to get to these polls. I, I think I want to make it I want these Republicans to do this whole this shit is rigged crying shit again. I I don't know I don't know about you, but as ridiculous as it was and as upset as it as I should be, it's so funny that they out here literally like, hey yo, this shit is rigged. We 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 rigged the presidential election. No, you know what's you know what's funny about that? We got senators and, and all these people who are elected, who were elected, you know, at the same time of this whole presidential race. They're on Fox right, News and, they, and CNN talking about this shit was rigged. And it was like, bro, you got elected. What are you talking about? Right. So they only elect, they only rigged the presidential part. <laughs> they only rigged the presidential part. Like if the if the Democrats had like first off, anytime you have a conspiracy, right? You have people at the bottom who are carrying out these things who will talk. So if you got people at the bottom that's gonna talk, right? You you think the conspiracy involves millions of people? No, no. a good conspiracy involves a few people. Um, because the people that's supposedly still in votes, counting votes wrong. They're the ones who's gonna talk, right? They gonna talk. <laughs> Look, you squeeze these motherfuckers, they gonna talk. What are you talking about? Come on, man. especially if you don't give them money, bro. It in in the state of Georgia, like this. It, so this is what, and and this this would get to like my point of this segment. Some of the the dumbest things I've heard from Republicans. You mean to tell me in the state of Georgia where it where Two, a few years ago in the governor's race, it was like way more obvious that they hey, voters. This whole thing about, like in the state of Georgia, the, their biggest reasoning for thinking this is rigged is honestly that there's like not the amount of support for Biden that there was for Trump. Like, you know, overwhelming support. And all that says to me is that, like, there wasn't that much dick jacking and dick sucking for Joe Biden as it was for Donald Trump. So you mean to tell me and 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 Donald Trump Jr. started this when he when he went out here and he was doing the whole that like well he was doing the whole like well Joe Biden can't 
feel a high school gym will make you think he has the most votes ever. This must be rigged. And it's like your rallies don't mean shit. They don't mean votes. Your rally in motherfucking Omaha, Nebraska ain't got shit to do with what they got going on in Georgia. But, you know, that's how that's how, you know, a lot of Republicans think, man. What I see is the world. What I see, what are in my lenses is the world. So to you, what is what is one of the some of the dumbest things that a Republican has said to you? Bro, that that said to me, oh well, my family's made fun of me because I'm not a Trump supporter. That's funny as hell. Um I just wanna, you know, is I think it's so ironic. Because I was watching everything going on with the election. That's all I was watching. Right. I think it's so ironic to see Trump say, stop the count in Pennsylvania and, and Georgia, but in, in Arizona where he's coming back, he's like, we got to keep counting all the votes. Right. Like, how fucking stupid are you? Why don't you want, if, if you want to count it, you have to count every vote, not just votes that are in your favor, right. idiot. It, idiot. Well, and it's, you sat here and told your followers, to go to the polls, not vote by mail because it's fraud. You created the idea of fraud yourself by, by making them that stupid-ass lie. You freaking so, so, you messed yourself so you up. told your followers not to vote by mail and then get surprised when all the vote by mails are for Biden. Idiots. We went to bed with a 600,000 lead in Pennsylvania. It was 200,000 when I woke up. That's because they were counting votes while you were asleep, stupid-ass. Right. Well, and... <laughs> The the best part about this is that like the the two states that like were last in voting and stuff like that they voted, you know to to push the mail in votes to the last count. So th- you're right. They screwed themselves by trying to suppress the votes. All you had to do was shut up, and you would have lost on the first night. But since you right. spent all this time trying to suppress these mail-in votes, because you, you planted these seeds a few months ago talking about the right. It votes. don't matter if it took a day or five days. Trump was going to lose. He was going to lose. We all he was this. If it wasn't for the pandemic, he would have won. And I hate to say that, but it's true. If it was not for this pandemic, thank God for this pandemic, because we would have another four years of Donald Trump. He, he would have won. And um, it but I do well. So I don't. I'm not gonna say I think he would have won. I do think I do think it would have been a lot closer. I what I do, what I will say is there are a lot of people that in 2016 didn't vote and are like, no, nah, I'm gonna motherfucking vote now. There are a lot of people who voted for Trump in 2016 who are like, okay, this was bad. This shit ain't happening. And then you add those with the Biden supporters, and you add those with the people who just vote Democrat. And it's going to be overwhelming in the way that it, that, it, that it became to be. So I don't understand yeah. why people are so are so disappointed or so surprised outside of the fact that Donald Trump just said this was rigged. The man been saying, every time he lost something, the man said it was rigged. I, lo- I love a couple things. I lo- first off, I love how much of a lunatic that Rudy Giuliani is because he's like he's he's fodder for comedy like <laughs> he's insane and I love it have you seen Borat the, the new Borat I movie? haven't seen the new Borat but it's so funny that like because the the actor I forgot his name but 
he Foster Baron Cohen. He does this thing where like he's making fun of you in a way that you don't realize that he's making fun of you. Because he did it to like mm-hmm. I think he did it to like a white supremacist group. Like he they did not understand that like he's making fun of me. And they were laughing with him and stuff. And the irony of like them laughing with the That's just because those type of people don't have that much intelligence to begin with. So sure. it's easy to treat sure. Dude, by the way, man, I saw I saw a video like, whoever gave Rudy Giuliani a, a juris doctorate in law should be fired because he does not know the law. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> well, you, you know what's funny is like I uh, I hadn't seen like any pictures or videos of Rudy Giuliani in like fifteen years, and I saw him in the video today. I'm like, yo, the man is rotund, man. The man in gains. You say he's rotund. He's rotund. He gained some weight, and he doesn't know how to put hair dye in his hair without it running down his oh face. Oh my god, man, that was bad. It was bad. But another thing that's funny to me is that Trump supporters don't know the meaning of irony because you got these people going to these rallies chanting stop the steal. If you truly wanted to stop the steal, you would stop enabling a motherfucker who's trying to steal the election. The the dude has been trying to steal. It was obvious from the minute he started tweeting about mail-in votes he was trying to steal the election. I... I <laughs> He knew he was in trouble months ago. That's why he was. He knew he was going to make people afraid. And I hope he does make people afraid of this election in Georgia. And some of his supporters don't get out and vote because, oh yeah, go ahead and think it's it's rigged so that you don't get out here and Democrats take control of the Senate. Well, because that's exactly what we. Need so you know what's funny is uh, people have actually been saying that man, like I'm not voting. That shit ain't gonna matter. And I'm like, cool, don't go. Stay home. <laughs> Stay home. Keep your stupid. We ain't got to to but so another thing, another another really dumb thing that I saw from someone is there was like like a heat map of the state of Georgia and it had all these counties in Georgia. I'm gonna I'm gonna narrow it down to like like twenty. So from from the number one to twenty. So let's say there's 20 counties. Let's say 17 of them were red and three of them were blue. A friend of mine posted on Facebook like, look at this. How can you tell me that Trump lost this state when all this is red and a few are blue? And, and it's like, do you not understand population density? <laughs> it's like more people don't live in the red areas. Right. Nobody lives. It's like okay, cool. If you're if you're motherfucking county, nobody Pusa, Georgia. Yeah. Like, come on, now. if your if your motherfucking county got twenty people, but this county got four thousand people, what do you think is gonna happen? <laughs> it it the the sheer the the brainwashing the stupidity. Well, and also. The irony of people saying, um, think for yourself is the funniest thing. Because I saw something today where someone posted a concert from a con from a uh from I guess a country in China where there were like thousands and thousands and thousands of people at this concert, and then they showed pictures from New York City Times Square of people at 
you well people not at people not at Times Square for New Year's and there was there was no one there. And but the thing is China did what they needed to do to get rid of the virus, whereas we Americans are too scared of being told what to do. So we're too afraid to sit at home for three months and our government is too incompetent to give people money because, of course, if you're sitting at home three months, people that work in restaurants can't make money. So they ain't too incompetent to give people money and we too incompetent to sit our asses at home so we can defeat a virus right. killing people. Right. So it was so funny to see that, like, the caption was think for yourself and it's like, so you clearly didn't think for yourself. <laughs> you, <laughs> you clearly... You you missed the whole thing for yourself part. Someone someone got you to post this and you didn't even understand that like the reason they're like this is because they follow directions and we didn't. But you know, it's whatever. So what 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 we will do, we will get a little sporty and we'll go from something that's um highly political to something else that's very highly political, which is college football. And it's the same thing, man. Money's involved, and the the people with the most money are going to get the most benefits. So, we it's 2.30. It's New Year's. Happy New Year's, by the way. I didn't even say that. Did you say that? Nah, Happy New Year. Happy New Year. We are at the 44-minute mark. Didn't even say motherfucking Happy New Year. Anyway, <laughs> we got Bama and Notre Dame in about two and a half hours. First of all, yeah, who you got? What kind of bogus ass question <laughs> is that? Okay, okay, I'll I'll, I'll eliminate that. I question. think I think Bama's gonna win by thirty. Okay, no, the line's twenty. I mean, it's still a lot. Bama's gonna win by thirty. <laughs> okay, so second question. Notre Dame might not score. <laughs> second question then. Should Notre Dame have gotten in? Hell no. They should never be allowed to play for any championship because, for one, they're an independent school. They don't play anybody. For two, this year, and they're in the weak-ass ACC. They played one good team without Trevor Lawrence. Oh, well, they beat North Carolina, too. I would consider that a good win. Yeah, they were good too. But they beat Clemson without South Carolina – I mean, without, without Trevor Lawrence. So, that's not I – don't, I, don't, I don't even count that as a win. So instead of Notre Dame, because I'm I'm gonna be honest, I I mean I was a little pissed off about Notre Dame being there, but it's like I they suck every year they make it to the playoff. I mean I mean every time they make it to a BCS ball they suck, but they suck. But I I it's not that I was okay with it. It's just like I understood it, man. Look, you in the middle of this season where you're not gonna make a lot of money, so you're you're. Four of your biggest, highest grossing schools are probably going to make it. And I think that played a part into it, which is probably not the best. Probably probably very disheartening. But, I mean, I get it. But also, who else? We, we're honestly out here debating on who's going to get whooped by Bama. Bro. Texas A&M. Texas A&M got smoked by Bama already. I don't care. I think they could. They could probably take if if they don't. I, honestly, they could have made Texas A&M third, so they could play Clemson and made Ohio State fourth, or not even include Ohio State at all because they've only played in six games. I mean, I'm watching Cincinnati versus Georgia right now. Cincinnati's kicking Georgia's ass. 
they could have had Cincinnati in the playoff, but because they're not a power five school, they can't make it. Like, yeah, I mean, it's bogus to me. So, I'm tired of seeing Bama and Clemson playing for it every you year. You know what? I'm not. I want to see Bama Clemson part five. I want to see that shit. I, so, somebody did one, one of these bracket things where they did the, the top 16 teams. And like I went through it in my head, and unfortunately, Clemson and Bama were still playing for the championship. But if you give 16 teams a chance instead of just four, you, you're going to have the same three or four teams every single year, like Ohio State, Bama, and Clemson. Yeah. Why not have oh, Iowa State? Why not have Cincinnati or Coastal Carolina? You know why? Like, you know why you can't do that? You know why you can't put one of these smaller schools into the playoff? Because if you do, a you're going to lose money. B if these teams, I if these teams get in here and they get smoked, they're going to be like, "See, why do we even do that dumb shit?" Now, I'm not, a, I'm not agreeing with that. I'm not agreeing with that. What I'm saying is that's what's going to happen. That's what's going to happen. I disagree. They're not going to make any money because if you have a school like Coastal Carolina playing a school like Bama, that gives Coastal Carolina more notoriety on the national scale. I mean, yeah, and but you to watch other people who want to see Bama lose will watch. Um, it's it's more intriguing than watching the same two teams play for it every single but year. But it's not about watching in college football. It's about ticket sales. Who wants to see Bama versus Clemson, the 14th sequel? Like, who I wants do. to see that? I, I don't want to see it. it. If they're the two best teams in the country, I want to see that shit. Hell yeah, man. Come on now. Like, I don't, I don't care that Texas A&M lost to Bama this year. That's their only loss. That's a good loss, if you ask it's me. It's not, because they got their like, ass whooped. But it's one loss. Ohio State has played six games. That does not qualify you to make it to the playoffs. Yeah, it doesn't. I don't care that two of their games were can three of their games were canceled. I could give a fuck less. They don't deserve it. And neither does Notre Dame. All I'm saying is we were voting on who's gonna get whooped by Bama. And it's like, I guess it, it doesn't even matter. Like, man, all of them are gonna get whooped by Bama. It doesn't even fucking matter. <laughs> I don't know. And I like Clemson. Clemson is Clemson is the only one that can hold their well, own. Well, not even I'm not even talking. I'm talking about like the four seed. The four seed, whoever played Bama was gonna get smoked. And we were honestly debating about that for like a week. Everyone, all these all these writers, all these analysts were debating like, okay, it should have been Texas A and M, should have been seen see Cincinnati, all that, man. So you don't think Cincinnati can beat Bama? They're they're kicking Georgia's man, ass right now. No motherfucking way. Cincinnati. You don't think that hell no. No. That that's that's a fucking no, hell no. Uh, Georgia was overrated this year. I don't understand why why Georgia was motherfucking overrated. They're overrated every year. I ain't got time for that shit. Man, leave my team alone. But, <laughs> I'm I'm telling you, man, look and the the thing about and and I know people are gonna say that like it's not their fault, because it's really not their fault. But Cincinnati, they need to play people. It's really, it's honestly not Cincinnati. The American song. Athletic Conference is not a bad conference. It's just not Power Five. Well, yes, there are good teams in the AAC. Like there's one. Like good team. I think Tulsa's in there. There's Houston. Man. Houston's normally good. Tulsa lost to Mississippi State, and I know you went to Mississippi State, but they suck. <laughs> I didn't think they were going to beat Mississippi State. I mean, I mean, I didn't think Mississippi State was going to beat them, to be honest. I knew Mississippi State was going to beat them dudes, man. Come on now. Come on. I didn't think that was going to happen. But the AAC, I, I 
if you're Cincinnati, you're going to have to find a way to get Ohio State or, yeah, Ohio State to play. I mean, they could join the Big Ten. They could join the Big Ten. They don't bring in enough money for the Big Ten to take them. Big Ten ain't going to take them. And Nebraska does? Oh, yeah. Nebraska. Kansas, Kansas in the Big 12. Nebraska does? Oh, yeah. Purdue does? Yeah, for sure. For sure. They both bring in enough money to, to go to the Big Ten. Hell, yeah. Those schools are like the bottom barrel of the of the, of the conference. They're like Vandy. But they were once good. They were once very good. So, Cincinnati, the, the problem with, with teams like Cincinnati or Tulsa or Coastal Carolina is these big schools don't want to play them because they don't gain anything from playing them. So, let's say Bama. They can gain an L. That's what they can gain. Well, if they gain the L, that's only very detrimental for them. It's only so. It's only a bad thing if they lose. But if they beat a team like okay, hold on, let me. So you're telling me if Bama loses the Cincy, it looks worse than losing the Vandy because Vandy is ass. Vandy's terrible. No, but they so Vandy shouldn't even be in the SEC. But they I are. I think it would be worse than losing the, the than Vandy. To be honest. No, it wouldn't be. And 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 Vandy's a Vandy been shit for years. Well, they have. But what I'm saying is, if you beat a team like Cincinnati, they're gonna be like, okay, cool, you beat Cincinnati, whatever. But if you lose to Cincinnati, if you lose to Cincinnati, everyone on earth is gonna be like, holy shit, why'd you lose to motherfucking Cincinnati? But we need a changing of the guard. It's just like in the NFL for years. The Patriots were at the top. Now it's the Chiefs, you know, and then in a few years, it's going to be another thing. We need a changing of the guard. We don't need the status quo. It's boring as fuck. It's not, watching the same teams win it all the fucking time. It's not going to happen in college football. That shit ain't going to happen in college football. You're going to have the same teams every year. Like once upon a time, Bama wasn't shit. Somebody had to give Bama the chance to be shit before they became yeah, but they shit. They also got Nick Saban. But they also were the shit in the 60s. So but before they started winning championships with Paul Bear Bryant, they were nothing, right? They were nobody. Okay, but then somebody had to give them a chance to play them to see to let them become who they well, became. You know what happened? Bama started integrating. That's what happened. They started getting black players on their team. <laughs> Touche. That's what motherfucking happened. But no, so like, like Coastal Carolina. And the thing, you know what's funny about Coastal Carolina they were undefeated, and the team they lost to was a team they were supposed to play the week that they beat. Yeah, I don't. I didn't like that. I didn't think they should have played them in the bowl. I think they should have got a different. No, bowl. they should have played them, motherfuckers, man. Liberty is no Liberty is good, man. Liberty is good. They might be good, but I don't. I didn't want to see that. I wanted to see them play like an SEC school or no, something. They could play the Auburn. Hell no, man, dude. Coast Carolina was gonna get their ass whooped by SEC school. I'm, no, they yes, wouldn't they have. Would have. Uh, come they on, barely man. lost to Liberty. Liberty's good. I'm not saying they're not, but I just why have them? Why have a team play the play somebody that's in the same conference? That's all I'm saying. Are they in the same conference? They're in the same oh. conference. They were going to play each other in the championship oh, game. Oh shit! I didn't know that. Dude, go ahead and play that ball game, man. Don't nobody care about whatever ball they motherfucking play. Man. Don't nobody care. <laughs> Whoop that ass, man. Liberty's good. I like Liberty. <laughs> Too bad they're going to lose Hugh Freeze eventually. Yeah, I mean, they will. 
uh, he freezes a very good coach. He's a very good coach. Even though he, I don't fuck. Even though he, uh, you know, he he makes deals with the devil and all that. You know, it's all good. He calls phone sex hotlines <laughs> repeatedly. I mean, he pays he pays uh, players moms like bills, but what coach does it? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you gotta be creative if you're gonna pay players. These days. Oh man, they're looking for that shit, now. Uh, dude. Like, no, dead ass. If you if you're paying someone on your staff to be the bad guy, like you can get away with that shit. Every school, all the big schools in the nation do that shit. All of them do. I mean, I think that the players should be getting paid. I don't think uh, the free education is enough payment for what they go through. Like, no, they definitely They're pay. working their job. They're, why should they make billions of dollars for the school and all they get is a $30,000 education? Like, what kind of shit is that? That's not equitable. Well, also, your strength coach, a dude who don't do nothing but motherfucking yell in your ear while you're pushing up 225 pounds <laughs> 30 times is making $150,000 a year. Are you serious? Oh, hell yeah. Strength coaches make a lot of money. Damn, I can do that. Lift that shit. Come on, you got man, it. I couldn't, man. Hey, yo, you gotta you gotta be drinking like four monster energies a day. Like your veins gonna be popping out your neck, all that shit. I ain't got time for all that, man. I ain't nobody strength coach. <laughs> I ain't finna yell at you. Like if you can't pick it up on your own, man, like that's on you, fam. <laughs> all right, uh, last thing before we, before we roll out. Um who you got for MVP? NFL. I'm sorry. I should have just. I should have said that. Roll on over to NFL. Who you got for MVP? I uh, I got I got Rogers. Me too. Um, and I will say I will. The the thing about Rogers that like that's kind of holding him down is that first of all, you know, Mahomes is just kind of everyone's just kind of out here yeah. like, watching Mahomes and seeing that like right. He's out here balling, but like Rodgers is quietly balling. The thing about Rodgers that's right. kind of holding him, him back for me a little bit is that he gets these cheap ass touchdowns, these little one yard touchdown passes, and he's clearly trying to pad his stats. That's that's clearly what he's trying to do. Dude, I I definitely think Rodgers is the MVP. Mahomes is not to me just because the past month of the season he hasn't been playing that great. No, he, he hasn't just, played that. Great. He just plays like. Because he knows he ain't playing nobody, right. he's on the best team, and he can win by blinking his eyes. Like he knows it's that easy. Yeah, yeah I've said it before. Mahomes is the best quarterback I've ever seen play. Yeah, you know, ever. But Rodgers is the MVP this season, and Devontae Adams is is the wide receiver I wish Julio Jones could be. <laughs> this man got 17 touchdowns this season. Julio has had double digit touchdowns like one time in his career. Yeah. It won't be getting it this season because he's been hurt with a fucking hamstring all year. Yeah, I, that's insane to me. I don't understand how hamstring injuries work because you've been you've had the same injury since week one. <laughs> man, these dudes are these dudes are some warriors, man. But but Rogers, he was the best quarterback I've ever seen in my life until about this year. Like I was not gonna, I was never gonna take. Mahomes over him until this year, and I'm like, oh man! It took this year for you to say that. I said that his first year as a starter. Dude. Nah, man, I'm sorry, my man Aaron Rodgers be out here be balling, man. He be out here balling, and I'm sorry, I can't just be like Mahomes. You to go already? Hell no! 
But yeah, I like I, I'm gonna go I'm gonna go Rodgers. I don't think he's gonna win it because of the lore that we have around Mahomes. I don't think Mahomes is gonna win it. Because so Rodgers He hasn't done enough. Rodgers will have like, Mah- you know, four Mahomes has to outplay himself in order to win the MVP. Say what? Outplay himself. He has to outplay what he did a few years ago. He's not doing that. Well, see, that's what I'm saying. He he did so well a couple years. That means he's gonna automatically be vaulted up above other people. I disagree because if that were the case, Rogers would have more MVPs, and he only has like what one, two. Rogers never got near. To, I mean, well, no, that's a lie. I don't know. I, I, okay, maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. I just I I'm gonna I see Mahomes winning just because he's Mahomes. Even though Rodgers has kind of played him to a tie, I, I don't think he's outplayed him. They, he kind of played him to a tie. Rodgers has always been someone who doesn't throw a lot of interceptions. I mean, what three four interceptions a year? That's like that's his average. He's like the most efficient quarterback yeah. ever. I mean, Mahomes is the same way. It just so happens he threw three against the Dolphins. No, Mahomes throws interceptions, man. That motherfucker will throw some shit. He throws interceptions, but I, I, well, we, well, we have one more week, one more week to see, two more weeks to see. Well, Mahomes isn't playing this week. Oh, is Rodgers playing this yeah. week? Oh, he has. He yeah, has he to play this week. He has to play. He has to play. Damn, man, I. I would love to see Rodgers winning, man. Because I remember at the beginning of the season, man. Well, even at the draft, they drafted. They're they're gonna have to trade Jordan. They're not gonna trade. They're not gonna trade Jordan. They're gonna have to trade him because one, he ain't that good, and two, Mahomes is fucking playing. Me not Mahomes. Rodgers is playing like a fucking god right now. Like (laughs) they got they have to trade Jordan. Pissed off Aaron Rodgers is awesome. They need to trade Jordan Love to the Jets. They're not going to trade Jordan Love. Trade him to the Jets. It's not going to happen. Sam Darnold ain't the answer, so trade him to the Jets. The Jets are going to get motherfucking Justin Fields, and we're going to be good. They're not better off with Justin Fields over Sam Darnold. Justin Fields is awesome. Don't be be that guy. And I wonder this, because I think Justin Fields is a phenomenal quarterback. But he couldn't beat Jake Fromm for the starting quarterback position Wait, at no, Georgia. Because no, so, I'm going to argue with you on that. And Jake Fromm, terrible. I'm going to argue. It's wait, hold right. on. Can you listen to my point? I'm going <laughs> to argue with you on that shit. Jake Fromm. If you about to say he's good, no, I'm not listening. No, no, no. Jake Fromm <laughs> sucks. He got in and he started winning some games and everything. And made it to the national championship. So let me ask you this. If your quarterback makes it to the national championship with all these players around him, you got the number one quarterback in the nation coming in. It does it does not matter how good this quarterback is. If you made it to the national championship the year before, do you honestly think that people from Georgia, the state of Georgia, football people, football people, are going to just be like, you know what? We'll put Justin Fields in over Jake Fromm. Jake Fromm made the well, national championship last year. Let, let me give you your rebuttal. He only made the national championship because he was on the team. He wasn't a good quarterback, That's, and he did not lead them. He did not lead them to I the didn't national say he championship. Led him. 
My point. He's a game manager. My, Who knows how to hand the ball off to a good running? My back. point is that he made it in football. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Which is stupid. I I one hundred percent agree that Justin Fields should have been the starting quarterback, and they probably would have won a national had, championship. I promise you. When we had, he was the number one quarterback in the in, the, in his draft class. I mean, in his yeah, class, he was number right? One quarterback. Trevor Lawrence was too. And then also Jacob Eason was number one in his class, right? Jacob Eason was number and one. Both Starting quarterbacks didn't get the job over over Jake Fromm, which I think is insane. It's because they made it to the championship. That's literally it. And it's, I'm not saying it's because Jake Fromm played well. It's because the team played well. And you're not going to just be like, oh, we'll put another quarterback in there. You're not going to do that. In football, in football, you're not going to just replace a quarterback when the, other, when the rest of the team is playing good. I don't know because Nick Saban did it and it worked out just fine for him. The team, look, Tua was gonna because if he didn't if he didn't take Jalen Hurts out that game, they would have lost. Oh well, for sure. I'm just well, he also wasn't playing well. I got mad when they took him out. I was hoping they would keep his ass in because we were only him. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> what I'm saying, man. So, like I said, we all all of us knew that Justin Fields was better than Jay Fromm. All of us knew that, but. Like I said, in football, if you're if you're not losing, it doesn't matter if your quarterback is worse than the second string. He's gonna keep playing. It does not matter. Because they don't want to switch any of that shit up. So, all right, man. How'd you feel today? Did you feel did you feel great? Did you feel good for the first episode? Oh yeah, this was a good first episode. Yeah, man, I think uh, we should do this again. We should definitely do it again. I think um, I have a friend who talked to me about how she used to be racist, and she wants to tell her story. So we get to interview her and uh, ask her about her story. Are you ready for that shit? Yeah, I'm ready. I, I have an interesting story about that myself. Oh shit, let's do it. All right, man. Um, like I said, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at What's Brewing. DM us, email us at um, whatsbrewingbrew@gmail.com, and we will catch you guys sometime soon. Catch y'all later.